humans would lost their loved ones, they would grieve. I think it would apply to the same animal lovers who would grieve for their beloved animals or companion animals. That's why sometimes they need supportive counseling or they need ventilation. That's why we provide pets loss and bereavement counseling and support and also life and death education. What inspired you to be a pet bereavement counselor in the first place? And um, I know that you have this organization named Animal Power and so uh, briefly about that as well. Yeah, that's true. Many people ask these questions. Actually, I think it's originated from my own personal experiences that I had my first and close encounter with my dog brought by my wife. Beforehand, I have no experience and affection towards animal until I lived with uh, my animals uh, after getting married. I was so surprised that I have developed very close bonds with him. And at the same time, uh, you know, at that time, my wife told me that um, she would certainly grieve a lot when when it's about time to lose him in future. But that, that was at that time, my dog was only three years old. At that time, I was a bit surprised. Oh, why you would foresee yourself to grieve that much? But later on, I understand and because my our former dog is like our family members and um, it's like our children. You know, I think it's very normal for us to grieve over the loss. And later on, we figure out that we have so many friends and heard so many stories who could not settle their grief over a certain period of time. And I wonder what we can do more. That's why as a social worker, my wife and I have developed the um, non-profit society called Animal Power uh, to mainly render, render um, pet loss counseling and life and death education through individual counseling, pet loss support groups, uh, pet bereavement talks, and also like um, public education like today and some academic research. So um, that's why we are so grateful to have seen certain impacts, uh, positive impacts uh, that uh, the pet owners uh, end their grief earlier and reach a closure, you know, after getting some professional support. How is pet bereavement counseling different from counseling the loss of a human? Why do you need to like specialize in pet bereavement? Isn't it almost the same thing or is there a difference between a human-human bond and an animal-human bond? I think there are both similarities and differences. Uh, similarities is that we can develop close bonds with not only humans but also our pets like companion animals. Animals can, especially dogs and cats, okay, and can provide unconditional love, acceptance and validation. Sometimes they say that this kind of um, affection or relationship cannot be easily found in human relationships. But of course, there are differences. The, one of the differences is that um, is we call it disenfranchised grief. It means that uh, when, when some non-animal lovers uh, heard about your animal loss, they would uh, respond saying, okay, just, uh, just buy another one. Or, or why, why you grief so much? And um, uh, would you grief that much when you're losing your parents? Most common thing is just buy a new one. I think it's a very this bond or this grief is not recognized at all. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, to animal lovers, that is a you know hurtful thing to hear. You know, they not only don't understand, but they don't only recognize your grief. As a result, they will have fewer professional support and recognition from the society. So the other thing is that there are some complicated feelings. It's about 
guilt and self-blame because as a pet owner or animal lover you have to take care of everything about your animals including their daily livings diets especially the medical decisions including life and death critical decisions and you have to take care of them for their whole life from birth or from adoption to the end from a human you know for your children the children may, may become may grow up you know they don't need your care and support the complicated feelings are derived from the self-guilt and self-blaming because of the painful decisions made they may feel they have negligence over their uh, illness of course and nowadays in hong kong uh, the birth rate is also low and the interrelationships between people is also not very strong in general okay that's why sometimes you know having animals can enrich such kind of relationship in intimate relationships and it's quite fulfilling sometimes even rewarding because you know they can give you unconditional love so i don't know if this is possible but if someone who is listening to this is going through similar stuff or they're expecting the loss of their pet soon or they have just experienced it is there some general comment or advice that you can give to them of course it's best for them to come to you or any other pet bereavement counselor for it but what's some general advice you can give to people who who love their pet so much that they but they have to let go at some point okay just uh, of course I, I would say somehow grief is normal and don't think that you are insane in grieving over your beloved animals because I can see there is love um, within the, between the relationships. That's why grieving over the animals is normal. You know, I would tell them it's okay to grieve. And also I think they need to ventilate because grieving is a process. It's a process of ventilation, sharing, uh, acknowledgements maybe also guilt is also one of the process and coping and closure that's why I think um, they need to ventilate by sharing with suitable ones